Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Lipstick League. I'm Natalie Eganoff. And I am Nicole Mahalik, and this is where sports and pop culture come, come to, to play. play. <laughs> and uh, I think, what, we'll call this a pop culture episode, or a little bonus episode, if you will. Yeah, so we're going to do our long-form episodes, and then we had an idea that we're going to do these little bonus episodes, because what happens is, when we do our longer episodes, we end up just realizing that we have things that we need to talk about that deserve kind of their own time. So it might not be as long as a regular one, but these are individual little treats, if you yes, will. Yes, on, I guess, like sub-subjects. Sub yeah, I love that. Sub-subjects. Sub, sub it's like a little crudité. Yes, yeah, a crudité. <laughs> I love crudité of any time. Same. Of any kind, so I'm here for this. So keeping on the food train, um... I came up with this idea that I'm going to do a snack break, and I have a lot of snacks, favorite snacks, and snacks as in hot dudes. Yes. And uh, so I revealed my my ultimate snack. Um, just I just can't get enough of them. And I even have a boomerang of him licking his lips that we'll share at some point. Actually, just go on the Lipstick League on Instagram, and you can you see it, see. and that's Mr. <laughs> JJ Reddit. Um, and so Natalie was like, oh, my snack is... Bradley Cooper. So then I freaked Years and years and years. So I'm, I freaked out and I was like, yeah. wait, because like, so Natalie and I, we've known about each other, but we never were really friends until we started working together about a year ago. So there's a lot, it's kind of been a really fun friendship because we get to like learn and connect about stuff that most people know about their yeah. friends. Yeah. And so you actually, ooh, I just spit, sorry, Corona. Um, <laughs> You actually get to be a part of these revelations for us. Yeah. So I, I, you know, when Nicole said this in the last episode that she had talked and interviewed Bradley Cooper before, I was just floored. Right. I was so floored. And I was like, wait, how did this not come up? But I mean, again, <laughs> we're still like learning about each other. And as you guys are learning about us. And I just couldn't believe it because he's the one person that I think, I mean, I think I'd be fine at this point in my life, but 26-year-old Natalie in front of, like, Bradley Cooper, like, hangover Bradley Cooper, like, I might have, I would have fangirled. I would have been, like, freaked out. And I just love that he's, like, kind of a local guy, um, you know, went to Germantown Academy, has Philly roots, is an Eagles fan. There's so many pictures of him in, like, in that Phillies hat. There's that famous photo of him yes. in the Phillies hat. We'll there's share one, that as well. There's one of him dressed as Swoop. Yeah. Where he has, like, it's just his head with, like, Swoop's body. And I'm like, okay. Um, <laughs> no, and I just, like, love his Philly roots. And, and again, I think that he's a great actor. And I also just think that he is, like, incredibly beautiful. Like, the hair, the eyes, his face. Like, it's just perfection. And any, any movie that he's in, I just, some people don't love him. Some people are like, oh, I can give or take him. He's not bad. I think he's excellent in every movie. And again, I could be biased and it could just be because I'm like, wow, he's so dreamy. But he's yeah, he's like my ultimate. So I've had a love affair with Bradley Cooper, but I also have like gotten a little annoyed. So I'm so here, here's my I was the same way as you where I was like obsessed with him. I love the fact so much that he's from Philly. He was obsessed with the Eagles. And then I found out when he was in the Hangover Three that I got that I got to interview him. That oh he was gosh. coming to Philly. It was a press junket. We were gonna go to R two L, which unfortunately now closed on top of Liberty Liberty yeah. One. I think it was on Liberty One. Yeah. And it was like a entertainment tonight style setup. So like I'm in a chair facing him, and he's in a chair. Normally I'm on the radio. You know you're protected. You're behind this board with all these buttons. Well, I was gonna be exposed. You know. Oh man. They even had. 
it was going to be on camera, and they even had um, a makeup artist for us and, like, put makeup on. And I am very fortunate that I've met a lot a lot of celebrities yeah. over the years. Yeah. And so no one really, like, gives me the butterflies. But I'm going to tell you, when I sat down, I was like, Ugh. Like, I... It was because you, it was so you much. sat down across from him. Sat down across from him, and he looks at me and goes, "Wow, that's a great haircut." And I was like, "Uh, I mean, you have like oh, really nice hair too, Bradley." I would have died. I would have just passed away. I would have just fell over, melted off the chair. I would have been like, "That's it." It was here. I am uh, like uh, just a puddle of mud on the ground. I mean, his piercing blue eyes. Oh, stop! And he's that type of guy who like looks at you and like listens and then tries to ask you questions. And then I, I'm like, I know what you're doing. He's trying to deflect, but so. We're going to play one of my interviews at the end of this podcast because it is so when Natalie and I were talking about this, I went into my archives to see if I could find it. And it's the one for Silver Linings Playbook. Oh, which is like, I'm not even kidding. One of my top five favorite movies of all time. Yes. And so you're going to hear that at the end. And I re-listened to it and I was like, I can't believe I said the stuff that I said to him. I was so raunchy. So, okay. So, sorry. Let me backtrack for a second. So, I, I got to interview him for The Hangover 3. Then, remember, he had the movie The Words. Oh, yeah. Remember yeah. that movie? And he yeah. did it as a favor for his friends. And he came back for another interview with his friends. Okay. And it was at The Logan, which was the four seasons at the time. Yeah. So, I got to interview him again. <sighs> and then, like... Three months after that, he came back for Silver Linings Playbook. So you guys were basically like best friends by the time that this interview takes place. He recognized, like when he saw me for Silver Linings Playbook, he we did it at the link, which was awesome. So like the backdrop is the link. I have to try to find these these this footage. Um, I have the audio, which we'll play at the end. And so it it was amazing. And I'm at the the interview's over. And Jesse Cute, shout out to Allied, who we worked with a lot in the past. He comes out and he was like, hey, so Bradley decided that he's going to stay tonight and surprise a bunch of people at the movie. And he wants you to host the Q&A. And I was like, uh, pardon? Pardon yeah. me? So you've been at screenings before, right? Yeah. 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 I did the um, I did the preview screening for Creed 2. Right. Yes. With Michael B. Jordan. So, and it was the same situation. It was yes. like the surprise where they were going to surprise the audience. And yeah, I it was the whole Creed 2 cast, which was super cool. He's calorie-free yeah. chocolate. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Let's have a little chocolate break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's so hot. And so anyway, so I'm like, oh, of course. So I... Do the whole screening in the beginning. I was like, everybody has to stay at the end because we have a very important announcement. So then at the end, I go, everybody, obviously, Silver Linings was a love letter to Philly. So congratulations, everybody. Bradley Cooper. And everybody was so shocked. And I'm sure you had that with the Creed 2 screening that, like, people were, like, silent. Like, they didn't know what to do. Yeah, they were like, is this actually really happening right now? And so there's this incredible picture where me and Bradley are next to each other in these, like, director chairs. And we're, and I'm just like, you go next, lady. You go next. And we're, I'm like, oh, my God. It looks like we're about to sing a Grease duet. Right, right, right. <laughs> oh, my God. Before this, before a star was born, you were the his original duet partner. Uh, so, uh, and, and even in, so, like, that movie. Now, see, look, I'm going on tangents. This is what he does to me. It's okay. That movie, when he plays Jackson Maine, like, I just... It's too much. It's, it was too it's, much. It's so, it's way too much. And then when he sings, and now he's playing Barry Gibb in the Bee Gees movie. Did you know Stella. that? Yeah, it's so, genius. So if he hits the falsetto, like, again, that will be it for me. I will just, like, fall over. Maybe we can get him on the pod oh when my he goes God. on tour. I will say, and, and I'm going to just be very real right here, but, like, obviously he blew up to the next level after Silver's Linings Playbook, and I feel like he forgot about Philly. 
He's never come back. He did come back for... He comes back for the Eagles and stuff. Right. But, like, he doesn't really do press anymore. Right. He he's, he did for... He's mega movie know, star status. I know, but, like, status. you can't forget where you come from. I know, I know, And so know. he did come back for Star is Born, he, but he just did the screening. Like, he didn't do any interviews, or I think he did one with the news, and, like, that was it. But yeah. it wasn't the same Bradley, you know? It's like, he's now, like, mega star. He, he was, like, mega. Now he's, like, mega. And so I he's just... He's, like, up there with, like, DiCaprio and, like... I know. I consider him... Brad Pitt. Brad yeah. Pitt, yes. Like, he's up there with, like, I know. those guys. And it annoys... Like, I get a little salty. And I know I shouldn't. I shouldn't. And I still love him. Um, and he's still sexy AF. Um, but I'm just like, I feel like he forgot us. Oh, he was at the Super Bowl. There was that hilarious video of him yeah. flapping his wings and stuff. Yeah. So, like, I appreciate that he's, like, still, if I saw him with, like, a Lakers jersey or something like that, I would, like, lose my mind. Right. But I don't think he'd ever do that. Hopefully not. I. You know what? You know what's so funny? I think with the resurgence, well, especially prior to the pandemic, where, you know, we were kind of seeing, like, somebody like Jason Segal. He spent all that time in yes. Philly and was just, like, hanging out and was like, I love it here. I'm going to walk around the whole city and make a bunch of new friends. Like, I I had hoped that Bradley would, you know, come home and, like, maybe have a little nest here. You know, maybe get, like, a nice that. little Rittenhouse apartment. Because he's catch in him New in, York. Yeah, we'd catch him in the square. But also, I... We could bring Leah, his daughter, Lollipop. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I, I mean, it's all going to work out. And now that I think maybe he's single, or maybe he's seeing Jennifer Garner, I read that, but that's okay. Um, I don't love them together, but that's fine. I've heard rumors, um, but I'll leave that out. We'll make this a Bradley positive podcast. <laughs> what kind of rumors? What that he's a player? No, that he that he likes guys too. Really? Mm-hmm. See, now I feel like that's a that's a rumor that goes around in Hollywood a lot. Is that you always have hear... you seen Hollywood? Have you watched the Netflix show Hollywood? No. Oh my god! Wait, didn't you tell me about it? I think I started it and then I like stopped. It's... Let me see. It's a hold on. I got to pull it up because the lead guy is from Philly. So it's a Ryan Murphy, and it's about Hollywood back in the 50s. And so the lead guy, his name's David Cornsweat, right? Corn oh, sweat? wait, wait. I So, yes, I did see, the like, the first episode of this, and he is adorable. He's so hot. Yeah. And all, basically all this is is, like, every dude in Hollywood's gay, um, and that's just what it is. <laughs> and, and so, anyway, here's the story. My, one of my best friends... His friend in New York used to hook up with Andy Cohen and has heard many, many very detailed stories about Bradley Cooper and one of my favorite Instagram accounts, which I think I told you about. Oh, yeah. It's called Du Moi, and it's all, like, about celebrity blind items, and then some are revealed. They also said that, and, like, he could be bi. He could hook up with men and women. Obviously, he has a daughter. Right. But a lot, a lot, a lot of celebrity relationships, and this is something that I wish I knew more about, are fake. They're all, have you ever watched The Arrangement on E? Yeah, so I I know about that. I just, maybe it's just the way that I am. I have a tough time believing that you'd, like, fake something out for that long. Especially, well, I mean, I know it's t- 2020 has been tough, but, like, we've come so far. I know. For, like, How about the free Pope? love and the Pope and. The Pope just announced today? Yeah. That, and I said, you know what? The Pope's smart because the only way to get Catholics back is to get the gays. Yep. They yeah. have the double income. They have money to spend. Yes. <laughs> well, absolutely. And I feel like, you know. Welcome to the party. Hello, Catholic Church. Where yeah. have you been? I love, though, that the, the Pope, it's, like, so appropriate, especially for this podcast, because the Pope is like, I'm for same-sex marriage, and 
gays are people too and they deserve love, but women still can't be priests. Yeah, that too. <laughs> it's like, it just like doubles we down. We're still like, oh, don't like women. We love the gays now, our, but women, yeah. <laughs> you're still not quite there yet. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I just think it would be. I feel like those rumors are rampant. I'm, I mean, whatever. If that's his preference, again, free love for all. But maybe he's bi. And so maybe yeah. he, it could be very much so. He could maybe, because I'm all about, like, if whatever you, whatever gets you off and you're not hurting anybody. Whatever floats your boat. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And by all means, and I think it's good that we live in a time where people feel they could be more free. Oh, a thousand. I can't imagine. And, you know, I have a lot of... um you know, like gay men and, you know, lesbian women yeah. and, you know, every all everything that falls under, you know, the LGBTQ category. Right. Correct, like I same. know I know people from who, you know, are all different preferences and identify as different genders. And yeah. It's I can't imagine being in their shoes and having to suffer yes. For years and years and years, you yes. know, until you get to a point where you're like, okay, like I'm ready to like be who I actually am. Yes. I, so all the strides that we've made in the last, at least, and just in the last decade alone. Oh, a hundred percent. You know, it gives me hope that like everybody will be able to kind of be who they want to be and live their best life here because it's like, I'm so annoyed with people like dictating, right? Like yeah. how, how you're supposed to live your life, how you're supposed to like be sexually, how you're supposed to identify. And it's like, who are you? Yes. It's like, if this is my time yes. here, like that's what I always think about. Like I this is, yeah, this is my time here. Yeah. It's not your time. This is my time. So it's just very bothered by the way that people try and, you know, infringe their beliefs on other people. And it's like, are they bothering you? Is anybody bothering right. you? I think it's so fascinating that there are people who literally have no idea what it's like to be someone else. You have no idea what it's like to be their sexuality, to be their gender, to be their skin color, to be their tax bracket, and yet you want to say they can't do something or they don't have the right to do something. It blows my mind. Like, who? why do you think that you have that right? I, I, it, I, it never has made sense to me. Yeah. And especially when it comes, you know, you want to talk about, like, women's rights and – you know, everything that falls under that. And, you know, historically, it's just been, and to quote Tina Fey, a bunch of, like, middle-aged, gray-faced men with $2 haircuts. Yes. Um, yes. It's, it's normally that type who's, like, you know, making the rules. Yes. And I'm like, but 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 you don't even know what it's like to be me, you know? Correct. I mean, I could go on for hours, but no. Yes. It, it's, it's wild. It really, really, really is. And also, this is how I simplify it for people, because I do know that, a lot of people have a hard time understanding the difference between gender and sexuality. Yeah. And gender is how you see yourself. Sexuality is how you're attracted to other people. That's an easy way to break it down. Yeah. And also, even a simpler way to break it down is when you think how there's billions of people in this world, billions and billions and billions, and there's only one you. There's only one person that's you with your DNA. Of course people aren't the same. Of course people are different because everybody's literally different. Well, That's what always blows my mind. I'm like, why are you surprised that there's diversity? Like that's like when you all you, you don't have to be a genetic scientist to understand that like everybody's genetic makeup is different. So of course people are going to be different. Well, and even if you were to like take it to the science level and break it down, like chromosomes they identify themselves. You know what I mean? Yes. Like they, they make their own way. Right. I don't know exactly how they do it, but, but th right. they make their own way and form, I guess, whatever their own pairing is. So it, it just, I can't, I have such a tough time, especially after this year and especially after 
what you know we've witnessed um you know over the last four years i especially have a really tough time now like i have no tolerance for for people who have no tolerance for people living right. their lives so basically if bradley cooper is gay we're still going to be obsessed with him yes and if he eventually says hey here's my husband awesome He's probably going to be hot, too. Or if he says, hey, Natalie, do you want to marry me? I'll be like, you know what? I do. Yes. But I might like to hook up with the guys on the side. That's a conversation that you and that, can have. That me and Bradley <laughs> would have. Yeah. Everything would be fine. <laughs> and you'd work it out because com- communication, conversation. Yes. Understanding. Yeah. Respect. Love, respect. Respect yes. for each other. You know, so. Here for all of it. Until we get Bradley on the podcast, I do feel like another celebrity that we probably can get on is Ryan Phillippe. I feel like he'd be open to coming. He's a big Eagles fan. He's a huge Eagles fan. Also blonde hair, blue eyes. So like Bradley yeah. 2.0. <laughs> Bradley 2.0 fits the bill. I mean, Sebastian from Cruel Intentions. I mean, yeah. That was quite the time period of my life. I mean, Sarah that. Sarah Michelle Gellar. Wow. That was, what a time to be alive in the 90s. How about Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prince Jr. still being a couple? I, you know I love them. You know what my theory them. is on that? What? How, why they made it. Wait, do you know the Howard Stern story with that? No. So it's like one of my favorite stories. So Freddie Prince Jr. and Sarah Michelle Gellar got married when they were like 24, 25, 25, 26. They were really young and they were in the height of their career. They were A-list at the time. Okay. And Freddie Prince Jr. goes on Stern and he's talking about how they're engaged and they're getting married. And Stern's like, this is ridiculous. Like, you're way too young. You need to like fuck your way through Hollywood. Like, and he was like, I love her. That's who I want to be with. And Howard Stern's like, if you make it 10 years, I will give you a million dollars. And sure enough, they're, they've been together almost 20 years. Yeah. But my theory is why are they still together is that their fame declined at the same exact time. That's why celebrity relationships don't work is because one person becomes Ryan Phillippe and Reese Witherspoon. She became way more famous. You yes. couldn't handle it. Yes. Happens all the time. Yeah. That's just one off the hop, hop, top of my head. Freddie Prince Jr. and Sarah Michelle Gellar were A-list when they met. And they're still popular, but they're not as popular as they was when they met. They slowly became less famous at the same pace, and it allowed them not to let that get into their marriage. And that's why they're still together. I love that theory. It makes a ton of sense. It makes or, a ton of sense. There's people who are super famous, and it works, like Jay-Z and Beyonce. Like, they're both super famous in their own way. Right. So it just works. Yeah. But majority of the time, once a female gets Casey Musgraves, perfect example— she got married, and her husband's also a singer. And I literally six months ago was like, I know a divorce announcement's coming. And sure enough, boop, divorced. Happens all the time. Really? Men can't handle women that are more successful than them. Oh, well. Story of my life. <laughs> if they'd only see my bank account, though, I'm really not that no. <laughs> <laughs> So Don't please be- subscribe to our podcast. Yes, yes. <laughs> Don't be fooled by, like, the on-air stuff. Right. We still need your subscriptions. We need your subscriptions. Please review us. Please subscribe. Please share. We love it. Yes, we love it, and we love you. And, and we love uh, you, Bradley. And we love you, Bradley, so much. And Philly loves you, and the Eagles love you, and I know that your friend's Jeffrey Lurie, but, like, come back and visit. Come back and visit. Come back and visit us. <laughs> We're here for you, however yes. you want to show up. <laughs> so until we get Bradley on the podcast, I'm going to replay an interview that I did with him. This was December 2012. <laughs> Natalie was like, I can't believe you said these things to him. I know. <laughs> I know it's 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 a little shocking and like if you haven't learned by now Nicole makes me blush sometimes so I can't imagine he wasn't blushing I'm sure I don't I think I blacked out but anyway so this is December 2012 us at the link and this was when he was in town for Silver Linings Playbook enjoy 
Uh, welcome back. Welcome home, I should say. Thank you. Um, I just feel like we just saw each other because you were we here did. for the words. <laughs> we just saw each other. Yeah, and you know, a couple of people at the radio station are like, oh, you're interviewing him again? I'm like, listen, Bradley can come every week. We'll just make him a co-host of the show Who are these us. people? You know, the, you know, like, just dudes that, like, don't get it. I'm like, if it was Gaga or Beyonce, you wouldn't be saying that. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, how are you? Good? Great. Good. Not yeah. tired or anything? Uh, yeah, I'm tired. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's okay. We'll perk up. Yeah, I'm how good. Cool I'm here. I'm ready to go. Nice. I love yeah, it. Yeah, um, I was a little mad at Matt Lauer because he took my question. Which he was going to ask you where I was going to offer my condolences that you're officially <laughs> not the sexiest man alive starting yeah. today. Yeah. So Channing Tatum won. How do you feel about that? I think that, you know, it's returned to, you know, an actual really probably the sexiest guy, yeah. What? You don't think you're sexy? No, I think I'm a normal guy, and I think that was the cool thing you're about crazy. it. crazy. But I think that was the cool thing about it, was that, like, normal guys hopefully were like, oh, yeah, that guy, that guy's not that sexy, so they feel good. But now we got this fucking guy, they're sorry. <laughs> now we got this <laughs> guy, we got this guy who's really this very sexy, so, you know. Well, I'll just let you know that you're pretty, sam- yeah, you're pretty well, sexy, so... Nice. Um, but there was there was nothing you had to do like do they call you and let you know who it's gonna be or no just like no 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 it's just it yeah so that's it yeah um, so I gotta talk to you about obviously your new movie it's like Philly porn that's what I like to call it <laughs> <laughs> like that's why I was surprised they were like why would you just like it was just like a love letter to Philly who in your office was like yeah it's like this is we couldn't no, do more for Philly right so I'm watching the movie and I'm like seriously and I'm gonna be really dirty here for a second but I'm like. There's going to be dudes like jacking off this movie because <laughs> it's so Philly. And yeah. like, what just makes you love the city so much? What is it about it that, because you do, even in the words, obviously we know the whole story about how your friends did it. And there was a lot of Philly references in that. And yeah. you always do your press junkets here. There's been other stars from Philly, but you just like embrace the and city. And I'm, tr- I'm doing another movie with David and we desperately are trying to shoot it in Philly. And it's a lot harder to shoot a movie here with the rebates, right. with the change, of the, you know, the, the right. new the new um, executive branch. And we actually went to Harrisburg and I sat down at the governor's mansion with his wife and uh, with the people and, uh, you know, I don't think they're going to give us the rebate, which sucks. Really? Yep. That sucks. I know. We're going to change it. I'm going I'm to help you. Okay. I'm going to yeah. get Yeah, it's, I was going to try to call Mayor Nutter and see if, like, there's anything he can do. It's like, come on. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Because it really does bring in, a, it's great for the city when you shoot here. It, it brings in revenue, it's good for the economy, it's good for jobs. And so. just the vibe of the city. Like, you, it romant, I mean, this movie romanticizes Philadelphia, yeah. and it just makes yeah, it Yeah, and this, specifically this film, yeah. But by the way, the one we want to do, it takes place in the East Coast, Delaware Valley, and all this area in the 1970s with the ab scam. I don't know if you remember that. But yeah, yeah. That happened. So, yeah, it's a real bummer. We're going to have to shoot it in Boston. No, we're not. I'm not. I'm gonna personally help oh, you. Gotta, do this. You gotta do a start. I mean, if a, I have to do a march, you gotta start a march. Turnpike. You, you have to do it, please. Yes, I promise. I, you said it on air. I did. Okay. I, I'm good. I'm, I'll make picket signs. Okay. I'll get puffy paint if I yeah. have to. <laughs> um, so when you first found out about this project, and obviously the character, um, which I like it because it, he is a bit romantic, but he's also crazy. We know. Were you apprehensive at all to kind of take on the role? Yes. Oh my God. I was. Uh, look. This is an amazing experience for me to be able to play this guy, right. with David O. Russell, in this cast. Uh, I've never had an opportunity like this, so I was I was very nervous. I thought, I, and before the words, I had not even cried or done anything like that on camera, you know. So it was a, it was a lot, and I'm actually really lucky that I got to. I shot the words, and then this movie, Place Beyond the Pines, that comes out in March, with Ryan which Gosling, was, which was heavy. Can't. I mean, that's. A, it I was mean, a. It's a heavy movie, and uh, and that was right before the. So it was. Thank God I actually did do those two movies right before. Right. So I, 
I was sort of, uh, it gave me uh, some confidence that I could maybe go to those places. But I didn't go to the places I did in this movie. I mean, this movie, he, he really, Pat Solitano, you know, it's the yeah. pen, you know spans the 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 the, the, pendu- the gamut, the yeah. gamut, pe- pendulum gamut, whatever. Both work. Yeah. <laughs> pendulum right. swings, gamut is space. That's right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's true. Did you go to like a mental hospital or anything? Did you interview? I, I people? spent time. Uh, I was uh, no. Uh, uh, yeah, we, we shot <laughs> in a mental hospital. That you where we shot there. is in in Norristown. Yeah. Oh, no way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's still functioning. Uh, you know, one oh, of the is? last. Uh, yeah, it was private. There used to be. It was a self-sustaining place where they had cattle. It was this whole thing. It's okay. a real famous place. I can't remember the name of it. And it, it was still functioning. Wings of it were when we were there. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Um, oh, let's talk about the dancing. I mean, you have moves. You have a little bit of swagger. You know, did you I grew dance up in, before? I grew up here, you know, with, uh, you know, when break, I was a teenager when break dancing was a thing, so I used to pop with a couple guys. You did? And break, yeah, you did? of course. Go to like the Willow, on the cardboard? Yeah, go to the Willow Grove Mall and pop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you had it in you. At least I think I did. I feel like I'm lying about that. I mean, I used to, certainly used to pop at home. I feel like I went to the Willow Grove Mall and people would dance. Well, what song now, like, makes you dance when you hear it? Um... Uh, Kanye West, you danced to all Nice. All okay, you like Mercy, the new song? How's it go? I don't know. It's like, Lamborghini Mercy, your chicks, you so thirsty. I must have heard it. Yeah, yeah you had yeah, to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. 